Now, with Justice League dropping, I think, next week on HBO Max, people are psyched, man. Um, you know, DC fans, comic book movie fans, Zack Snyder fans, and more than anything, Batman fans, because I feel like with how Batman was kind of portrayed in Joss Whedon's version of Justice League, it wasn't what people were expecting. He was a little watered down. He was kind of a bitch in that jaw. And, you know, I'm, I didn't hate his portrayal in the, how he was depicted in Justice League, and I didn't hate that movie overall. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest, but Batman being my favorite comic book character ever in life, it, it, it's, it's a character near and dear to my heart. So when you get it wrong, then I, you know, it's like that meme that's going around. It's like, and I took that personally. That's how I feel about that shit. But, you know, nonetheless, thank God we're getting a four hour Snyder cut so he can put his vision on screen. I cannot wait to see Batman more. Batman is priority. Of, all right. Now, that's not to take away anything from the Justice League, but Batman is priority. That's it. That's that. He's the guy. That guy. He's the guy. But I feel like after Justice League, you know, when the when the craze calms down and everybody has seen it, everybody's reviewed it, done their commentary, given their thoughts, whether whether it's good or bad. I feel like when that hype dies down, we're going to get back into the hype of Robert Pattinson's Batman, because I feel like this this Zack Snyder cut has really, really been taking the shine off of Robert Pattinson's Batman movie that's coming out in the trailer. That trailer was fucking awesome, man. Um, y'all can check out my trailer reaction for that if y'all want to. But that trailer is amazing. And I can't wait until, you know, people really start talking about Robert Pattinson's Batman again. Because that's definitely a uh, looks like it's a betrayal that I was 200 percent wrong about. I was not with the casting of Robert Pattinson at all, but I kind of warmed up to it a little bit uh, way before the trailer. Actually, when the cast was coming together, I was like, you know what? I think everybody along with um, Matt Reeves, the director, everybody here knows what's at stake. And they know that if you fuck up another Batman movie, you know, like they kind of did with Batman forever, but they what they really did with Batman and Robin, then you're going to be in Shit's Creek, man, for a good portion of your career. And nobody's really going to trust you with certain properties ever again. And they know it's at stake, man. So I can't wait till people start getting hype and talking about that again. I can't wait to see another trailer. But one thing I have not even attempted to look into, you know, with all the fan films that I've been watching and doing commentary for and just giving feedback on, I, I never really thought to look into a Batman fan film. And lo and behold, you know, in my newsfeed came this fan film called Batman dying is easy now dying is easy sounds like a fuck it, it sounds like um you know like a like a james bond type of movie it's an interesting title i don't know how it's going to play into uh exactly what they're doing here but i see people are talking about it so i'm like okay it it it's probably worth the watch but um you know i i i, I love these fan films man because i love that they are from the fans for the fans, man, I I did commentary for I think it was called Play for Keeps. It's a it's an X Men Gambit fan film that was awesome. I love doing um you know the fan film Halloween commentaries. You know Halloween Night was a great one. Um, he came home was another good one. There's a, a a Crow fan film coming out. Shout out Justin Maine, and I I just love that these are people that. You know, you figured it would be the Hollywood execs who got the money and the means to do all these big budget studio films that really put the love into it. But nah, it's, it's the it's the humble fans that really have some different type of TLC for these properties, man. And I appreciate that. I admire that so much, man. But 
like I said, Batman dying is easy. Um, this this really piqued my interest, man, because all they showed was a thumbnail of Batman. And then I clicked on it and there was a poster and Batman does look pretty badass. And I think this, you know, these guys are called Bat in the Sun. And um, like I said, it's called Batman Dying is Easy. This was directed by Aaron Showink. I hope I'm so sorry if I'm saying that name wrong. Aaron Showink and Sean Showink. But it says uh, the film stars a superb cast that includes Kevin Porter as Batman, Aaron Schoenk. I really I'm so sorry about getting that name wrong because I'm pretty sure I am as Joker, Michael Madsen as Bullock. Oh, no. whoa, 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 whoa. Now, if you're a fan film and you get Michael Madsen. That's that's some good shit right there. Vera Bambi as Poison Ivy, Amy Johnston as Harley Quinn, Doug Jones as the Riddler. Come on, man. Y'all better not fail me with this cast. Doug Jones as Riddler, Chris Daltrey as Hugo Strange, and Casper Van Dien as Commissioner Gordon. These motherfuckers got Rico from Starship Troopers playing Commissioner Gordon. I don't know how y'all swing these types of actors, but that's awesome, man. That's amazing to get to get these heavy hitters on um on screen like that. Now, um, Really quick, I just want to read this uh, this part of the article that is by Bat in the Sun right here. And it's a quote from them. And it says, we want to create a short film featuring the Dark Knight and the Clown Prince locked in a battle of words that gives an in-depth look at their complex characters. This is something we have yet to see in live action. We want to give the fans something they've always craved with these characters. A psychological dark detective story with an almost horror film feel. This film is created by, there we go, by fans for the fans. This film will feature all original costume sets and music score. First of all, they said exactly what I said, uh, you know, by the fans for the fans. They said exactly what I said in this article. And to include that they want to give it an almost horror film feel. Just come on now. Y'all going after my heart. Y'all, listen, I, I don't even really want to say any more about it. I just want to. I'm going to click on this here. And uh, again, shout out to Bat in the Sun YouTube channel. Y'all should check that out because that's where they have the full fan film on here. Now, um, this is what? 25 minutes, 48 seconds long. That is not too time consuming here, people. And it's well worth it. I'm going to say this again. Uh, Batman looks badass in here, man. He looks like he'll like punch a hole in your face or something, you know, just by staring at you. But nonetheless people batman dying is easy let's jump into this first time watch fan film commentary i'll hit the play button in three two one let's get it popping oh we love disclaimers we love disclaimers let me put some volume up on this shit like it Ugh. at Batmobile I like the symbol too I like the I can't even call them subtle changes 
you know, to like the Batmobile or the suit or the symbol because you can tell, you can clearly tell it looks different. Gotham City kind of looked, that shot right there kind of looked like um, Batman Begins. Yo, Casper Van Dien is plausible as Commissioner Gordon because they give him that crustache so it, it makes him look the part. Because what was the original Commissioner Gordon's name? Pat Pat Hengel, I think it was. He had that crustache. Every Commissioner Gordon needs a crustache. Oh, that's... Shit. Mm -mm. Don't y'all know better? Mmm. Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you enjoy stealing innocence. You get off on it. <laughs> Not a chocolate cream cake. The girls, my Alice's, seem to enjoy it. This motherfucker's crazy. Again. Damn. Oh. Batman's like, you're not gonna ask for a selfie. Most people do. Two months later. Sure seems like you fucking do. Listen, I know but Batman's got gadgets and wings and capes and shit, but it's like you, you have to stand on the edge of everything. That shit makes me nervous. is very true. Yeah, do it. 
Yo, Batman, see, man, Batman, there's different versions of him on screen every time, but he's one of the more noble fucking, peop, you know, vigilantes out there. Listen, I thought I told you to give me a minute. Because he straight up said the death of the Joker is nothing to celebrate. But you would think with that being like his arch nemesis that he would like rejoice internally some type of way but he's he's not Hugo I'm on my way transfer Joker from his cell to the recreation room I see you spoke to Lieutenant Bullock I would have reached out to you personally but I have no way of contacting you directly <laughs> as it should be they made his cowl super frowning in this one Arkham Asylum. Watching The Simpsons all night long. Oh shit, Mr. Freeze! <laughs> oh no! That got me hyped just now. Certain certain characters, man. Doug Jones. Look at his look at his uh his clothes though. It's just got crossword puzzles on it. Is that Croc? Oh shit. This is the yo, why the fuck couldn't we get this on the big screen? Why couldn't we get a movie where Batman is in Arkham Asylum for whatever reason and he ends up getting trapped there with all the fucking rogues gallery villains? Yo, like like come on man. Come on man, this is why I love fan films. Why is it that they the the they know what to do when these big ass studios don't? Jesus, man! This moment it was supposed to take place on the Gotham Bridge, or the old water reserve. Our Jerry's abandoned circus. See that Anne Frank televised for millions to see. It wasn't supposed to end like this. What do you want? 
Jesus. You look it. Look at his fucking. His. He's got that permanent smile. Look. Like, of course, that's what Joker has to have, but he's got the look that. It reminds me of when Jack Nicholson put the paint on his face for the uh for the table meeting with the mobsters and they were like what's wrong with, what's up with that stupid yeah, grin that's what that shit reminds me of that shit's creepy that's a great question i want you to finish what you started i want you batsy to kill me not the cancer our legacy is too grand to end with a whimper it must be epic. It must be gut-wrenching. His Joker voice is like super animated, which works. You have nothing to say. I just told you that I. He ain't. He ain't trying to be Heath Ledger. He ain't trying to be Jack. He ain't trying to be Joaquin Phoenix. He ain't trying to be Leto. This. This is decent. Is our final soliloquy. I don't care about our legacy. kill me because you're afraid not because of some high moral code or your one rule it's because without me you can't justify your own existence mm. you're right I am afraid I'm afraid of myself that once I murder I'll like the taste of it and then I'll kill every single inmate at Arkham Asylum <laughs> damn freeze has no Poison Ivy has her environmental cause. Riddler has his puzzles. But you, you have nothing. Without me, you become your worst fear. And that's being upstaged by everyone here. Uh-oh. I am the king of this asylum. See my crown? It sparkles in the bitter glow of twilight. You know what? Uh, I'm, and I, I still stick to my guns when I say I'm cool if I never see another. You know, after the Snyder cut, I'm cool if I never see another Joker on a big screen ever again. Not ever again, but for the next ten years or so, because there's been too many uh, versions of them. But dialogue, back and forth dialogue like this is the reason why Batman and the Joker are literally two peas in a fucked up pot, as far as that universe goes. It's only because you can't get rid of it. That <laughs> shit. But you, you absolutely hate yours. I've often wondered where were you when the boy laid bleeding out on the floor in that dusty warehouse? Where were you? Presenting him to me was a stroke of genius, masterful in your story writing. And I have to give the boy credit. He knew how to sell it. His firm, muscular body, breaking under the weight of my lead crowbar. 
This is gonna piss Batman off. Don't do it. You can tell that even under the cowl, Batman is making his eye, his you know, his face is wrinkled up in the same way. Oh shit, he's got a copy of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's one of the greatest movies ever made. If anybody has not checked it out yet, that movie is amazing. Mm. Oh, there we go. Batman, he's he's not gonna do it. He he knows Joker wants. He's trying to get him to do this shit. He's trying to push him to the limit. Damn! Don't don't do it. Oh shit! How many people would still be alive if you had died years ago? Robin would have a little flock of his own, and Barbara. He said even condiment king. That was just disrespectful. Kind of reminiscent of the whole, you know, back and forth that Joker and Batman had in the Dark Knight, in the interrogation room. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't you say the fucking subtitle. That's so why Batman is one of the greatest detectives of all time, yo. He was registered to one of the missing police officers. Ah. I found three sets of fingerprints. And one of them was yours. 
Batman and Joker always seem like they grew up from like the sandbox and they just happen to go on different paths in life. You know what? I almost looked at the invisible camera because I thought he was going to say the exact subtitle, but he didn't. Because y'all know, man, when they say the names of the movies in the movies, it's like Peter Griffin sigh. But he didn't do it, so cool. It's the funniest joke he ever heard in his life. He's fucking nuts, man. We're about done here, Lieutenant. Alright. Good job. So you guys don't tell them all. Alright, And the CG they use is very subtle. Like to the trained eye, you can tell it's what CG and what isn't, like what's green screen and what isn't, but they subtly use it. They don't overdo it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Michael Madsen reminds me of um <clears throat> uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was a uh, Eckhart in the in the '89 version where he's like, "You ain't got no future, Jack." Now you can. Used to think you were. Now you you dick riding now, huh? But I realize now I hate that Halloween costume here. Is he not such a bad guy at all? He gone. He not even listening to what the hell you saying. He was gone ten minutes ago. What an asshole. That's what he get. Put some fucking speck on his name. He wasn't trying to hear your 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 praises after all of that. That's a fucking great shot right there. Mm, mm, mm. 
let me tell y'all something. Uh, Aaron Showink and Sean Showink, Bat in the Sun. I'm telling y'all flat out, man. I'm giving this a nine out of ten. And let me let me just say this. This fan film as a whole, I, I don't I don't know where the fuck y'all were at when we were getting stuff like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and when it just was like a really corny renaissance of Batman because it actually did exist once upon a time, believe it or not. I don't know where the fuck y'all were at when we needed y'all. Maybe we should have shined a, a, a signal in the sky specifically for y'all, but this shit is fire, man. This shit is flames and I saw there was one comment on facebook in regards to this 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 fan film and somebody was like oh this was horrible there was only one fight scene and it lasted 15 seconds first of all i'm not gonna lie when batman started throwing down in that apartment of course i started getting the feels of i'm, I'm thinking to myself like all right are they going to try to do something that's on the same level as the warehouse fight in bvs but this is their own thing so I can respect that, but you do see that Batman still could throw down and fuck shit up. But I love that this was more, it, it, it was like psychological. It was very character and dialogue driven. And that's one of the things I love about the Batman universe and just the character. This 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 dude is more than just, you know, um, um, a caped crusader vigilante who just beats criminals to a pulp every fucking night. Like, I love well-written material, man. So I don't mind. Now I'm I was I would be cool either way. If it was if they did this in Arkham he and everybody escaped and it was just like a you know Arkham Asylum just rock'em sock'em brawl type of, of fan film, I'd have been perfectly fine with that. But then it would have been a part of me that was like, well it is Batman and because I love it so much there really wasn't any character development and the writing was this and that the other. So I can appreciate that long drawn out dialogue that back and forth with Batman and the Joker and amongst the other characters, the little Easter eggs here and there. I can appreciate that shit. I really, truly can, man. I listen. Hollywood, take motherfucking notes, man. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. These fan films, they coming for y'all. They coming for y'all, Hollywood. And Hollywood is already in fucking trouble as is because y'all keep pushing all these movies back. Y'all can't even accept the fact that y'all need to make everything go to streaming services. Everybody's, uh, you know, they 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 learned by putting shit on Paramount Plus and HBO. Is that Catwoman? Oh my God. Stop me right in my tracks. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> yo. Yo, listen. I'm just I say it again, Hollywood, yo, they coming for y'all, man. They are coming for y'all. Take notes. This is how you do fan service. You know what I'm saying? This is how you do it tastefully, and this is how you craft it out carefully. Now y'all see how I was rambling on and about to get on the podium and give a whole speech and then when that, that post-credit Catwoman um, or mid-credits Catwoman part came up, I shut right the fuck up. That's how you do it, man. That's how you get me. 
that's how you get me. Whoo, man. Um, what was I saying? I love this fucking fan film, y'all. I do. Uh, anybody, you know, everybody's entitled to an opinion, but I really don't know why anybody would bash this fan film. This shit's awesome, man. It's really awesome. I love the, like I said, I love the little pop-up appearances of the, the 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 villains and stuff like that. They did it the right way. They didn't focus too much on them. They had them pop up, and then they let that be that. Oh, man. But the... Of course, the highlight here for me was the interaction between Batman and the Joker, just showing how they really are arch enemies at the end of the day. But Batman, I love that this this Batman what separates him from, you know, believe it or not, people, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman did kill people and Ben Affleck's Batman. Of course, we know that motherfucker killed plenty of people. This Batman does not, you know, he said I'm not an executioner. He does not in this universe kill people. And I like that about him because that is one of Batman's traits. Um in so many different versions of 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 the, the the character whether it was a comic book or whether it was an animated series or a movie or something like that this shit <sighs> i had to take my glasses off this jaw I, I i need to see more y'all i need a follow-up y'all not just gonna give me a mid-credit or post-credit uh sequence with batman and catwoman she took her cowl off and everything for him and was looking super super bad but y'all can't do me like this so i'll be tagging everyone involved if they have instagram accounts i will definitely be tagging them because this shit's awesome this was badass man i can appreciate this i don't care that it was just one fight scene because it was nice um they showed batman still had moves like i said he could still whoop ass and it was a rescue mission he was going in and not only a rescue mission but you saw it was a part of his plan to you know to, to foil the joker's plan and the the guy first of all doug jones man maybe that's why i'm not giving this a 10 because Doug, don't give me Doug Jones as the Riddler, man, with crossword puzzles and clues on his, you know, on his, on his arc of clothes, man. That's fucking awesome. That is awesome. Maybe I'm not giving it a ten because it's it, it was a lot of teases, man. I'm cool with the, like I said, the Easter eggs, but don't tease me like that. I need a follow up, man. I need a follow up. And people, if they do, uh, you know, kickstart, do another like Kickstarter or Indiegogo, I'm not sure how that shit goes. But if they if they need funding for another one, then everybody needs to do their part, man, and make sure they get another fucking fan film made, which can be even longer. Because I'll say it again, man, the fans are coming for Hollywood, man, and they're making better quality shit than Hollywood is making right now. Um, you know, I, I, I stand firm on that, man, because these guys are really humble. They they love the material. You can see that they they do it for us. It's, it's basically like looking into a mirror, man. That's one of the reasons why I know this is not I mean, it's kind of related, but it's like it's one of the reasons why I love Halloween six, man, because it literally was written by a fan for the fans. You know, Daniel Farrens is one of those guys who really seems like as far as all the writers of the Halloween series goes, he seems like, um, you know, after Halloween 4, Alan B. McElroy wrote that one, but Halloween 6 is like the second sequel in the series that was written by a die-hard fan, and it spoke truly to the fans out there, but I'm not going to ramble anymore about this, people. Uh, if y'all haven't seen it, check it out, man. If y'all did tune in, then uh, that is awesome, and y'all are the true to the reviews MVPs, but yeah, man, I I'm definitely digging this. I'll watch it again. I would actually recommend this to people who are Batman buffs like myself can't wait to see what else you guys got man it's actually making me want to go back on some of the um you know some of the other fan films you guys have but if anybody wants to go back on you know little old me some of my old stuff if y'all don't know where to go you know 
which y'all should at this point. Most of y'all, majority of y'all who have been tuning in should know. But if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group. And last but not least, actually, wait, goddamn, I didn't even say that. Did I say the Cinemaniacs? I feel like I'm all over the place uh, with no coffee at all. This should not be happening. Is it like natural excitement because of what I just watched? I don't know. But, um, you know, shout out to the Cinemaniacs, man. Follow the Facebook group. Send a, you know, send yourself an invite or something like that. And tell a friend to tell a friend. And last but not least, shout out to the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Uh, Almost. I'm a, I'm a knock on wood. I'm speaking into existence. We'll be at the 5K listens mark by the end of this weekend. Boom. I'm speaking into existence. We'll be at 5K by the end of this weekend. 5K spins by the end of this weekend, which probably means I have to get more content out so I can make that happen. But um, can't make that happen without y'all, man. Y'all already know that, man, listen, the love and support y'all show me, y'all already know. I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.